Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, 
He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. And what is going down, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, live and direct, coming to you from the Situation Room. Another wonderful uh, day here in Minnesota and proud to be broadcasting on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Thank you guys again for joining me. I really appreciate it. Man, it is hot as a mofo up here. That's all I know, but I am definitely glad that we are doing the do. And thank you for joining me. Again, Sports Done Right live on Spreaker.com. You can also find us on XSquadAffiliates.com as well. And, man, we got a lot of stuff to get through tonight, all kinds of fun stuff. We even got some baseball news for you. Yeah, that's right. Baseball news. <laughs> Also, football news. Okay, we got you, Dracula, back there in the background doing the do. We got baseball, we got football, we got everything tonight. The Olympics is going on, even though, I've, you know, the Gov hasn't really been watching too much of the Olympics. And again, you got me live on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. I want to thank you for popping through tonight. Uh, you know, I just, the Olympics just really doesn't work a whole lot for me. So as we go through the evening here, if you want to call in 651-968-0124, that is the Gov situation line. And you can let us know how you, how you feel about the Olympics. Just doesn't do a whole lot for me anymore, man. Um, it's, it's, it's really just about the money. There's pro athletes everywhere. So you kind of lost that amateur aspect of it. And the gov just ain't feeling it, man. I just ain't feeling this crap anymore. So I really have not watched any, any of the Olympics. So what can I say, man? I'm going to jump in this chat room here in a little bit. Again, the number 651-968-0124. Thank you for hitting us up on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network or however you're choosing to listen to us, whether that's Spreaker.com. If you are on Spreaker, make sure you create an account very quickly. Make sure you follow the Sports Done Right show as well as my other show, the Sports and More show. And when you do that, you'll get notifications on when we do live shows and you can follow us. And then you can get up here in the chat room. Make sure you hit the little uh, cloud there or the chat bubble as it's called. And man, you can get up in this chat room and kick it with the gov and everybody else. So um, let me get out here in the chat room real quick here. Welcome to Early Risers. First off, we got to give it up for my main man, Big Foe in the house, Mr. C-Mac. How you doing, sir? Thanks for joining the gov here on Sports Done Right. Also, you know him, you love him. We'll probably hear some of his music a little later on. We got John Fisher, Patty Cake, Patty Cake in the house. What's going on, John Fisher? Host of the Cooking with the Microwave show. So we definitely appreciate John Fisher getting up in the joint. And we also got the co-host that I do my Thursday show, Sports and More, the Sports and More show. DJ Dollars and Cents, also known as Reggie Lawrence, little half pint. The sawed off one is up in the house tonight. What's up, Lil Reg? Lil Reg is, um, if you haven't seen him, he kind of reminds people of, uh, what's that commercial for Dr. Pepper? Uh, Lil Sweet. Maybe that's what we'll call him, Lil Sweet. What's up, Reg? Back in the spin cycle. 
<laughs> I'm just messing with you, Reds. What's going on? Oh, who else do we got up here tonight? We got uh, C Mac. Oh, the main man, part two of the Minnesota Mafia, holding it down on our North Shore. Duluth, Minnesota is where he lays his dome every night. Want to give it up to RC, Mr. Ronald Cameron, the boxing aficionado up here, chilling with us in Sports Dome, right? What's happening? And this next gentleman, all the way from Georgia, Cobb County, is where he resides. You, I, you know, to know him is to love him, I guess. He really is a good brother. But when it comes to trolling, very few do it better than the sushi-eating, Boston-deflated ball-holding, Tom Brady jack-sniffing, Greg Finney, a.k.a. Grego in the house. What's up, Grego? And, of course, it wouldn't be another sports done right. You got the gov. What's the gov without a first lady? Well, again, she's out on the road handling official business. I think North Dakota is where she's doing her, her latest tour, taking care of some business up in Nodak. Got to give it up for my wife, Angie Wright, the first lady. What up, girl? And I think we are locked and loaded here early on. So let's move it along. Sports done right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network, man. Again, want to give a shout out to X Squad Affiliates. Make sure you're checking out our website, xsquadaffiliates.com. Find all the info on our shows, our bios, everything you need to know, schedules. You can get in touch with us there, xsquadaffiliates.com. And, of course, make sure you're checking out our main man, Doug Stewart, the, the godfather behind it all, Doug Stewart, the Doug Stewart Show, half of the world-famous Two Live Stews. If you're here in the Central Time Zone with the Gov, you can check out Doug Stewart Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 locally here. Again, the Doug Stewart Show. Man, Doug has really been on point lately doing the do. And uh, also, he had the Gov on his show doing a nice little interview as well. So maybe we'll play a little bit of that down the line. Oh, man, I got to welcome the fashion plate. Now, hey, nobody dresses smoother than this brother right here. Holding it down at Philadelphia, PA, the one and only Rel Scott. What up, Rel? Main man, Rel. Get that uh, bottle set, man. It's almost time for the Doug Stewart weekend, too, TDSS2. The Doug Stewart Party Weekend back down in Atlanta, Georgia. Can't wait to get down there, man. So, Rel, we're going to kick it. All right. So, lots of stuff to get into tonight, man. Like I said, we're going to touch on some baseball. We got a couple retirements. Obviously, you've heard uh, the main one, Mr. A-Rod. But today, Prince Fielder hangs it up. So, we're going to get into that. <laughs> oh, Lord. In case you haven't heard Tim Tebow wants to swing a bat, y'all. Come on. <laughs> but you know, Tebow's got God on the side, so you never know what's going to happen there. We're going to get into some college football. Ichiro, 3,000 hits. Now, college football, we got a couple interesting things to talk about there as well. We're going to get into not only some quick info about my Minnesota Golden Gophers, but we have a real interesting situation that's uh, boiling up out in Big 12 land involving BYU. We'll get into that a little bit later on tonight. 
We'll talk about some former golfers that are competing for the same job right now on the Minnesota Vikings. Also, one of the things that I like to do as we head into college football season and the Gov being a huge fan is I want to give you some players that are um, uh, probably under the radar by the mass media standards, but these are players that are by the end of the season could be Heisman contenders, could be number one draft picks. And we're going to start that tonight. Now, this young gentleman, he's the quarterback out of the University of Louisville. I, I kept an eye on him a little bit last year. I got a frat brother that went to Minnesota, but is from Louisville and did his graduate work there and actually works at the university with his wife who works there. So been keeping an eye on the Cardinals down there. And Lamar Jackson is a quarterback to keep an eye on. He is a very, very talented kid, man. Um, you know, cocky in a good sense because he, he knows what he can do, but we'll touch on him a little bit later on as well. Vikings released the depth chart, Minnesota fans. We're going to talk about that as well. We're also going to talk about the battle at center for our beloved Purple Rain, Minnesota Vikings, future Super Bowl champions, by the way. We also got, oh, remember the German guy that they drafted there? Uh, what was his name? I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Baron, oh, Moritz Boringer. I'm going to give you an update on how he's looking as well. Um, a couple other notes going on in the NFL, and we just got some breaking news on a possible PED suspension for John Fisher's Philadelphia Eagles. Stay tuned for that. RG3. Um, also got a new hip-hop show that's going to be popping off here uh, with um, talking about the local hip-hop scene that's coming out. And in, in the name of the show, ironically, is called Atlanta. It's going to be on the FX Network by Donald Glover of Community Fame. And uh, he also does some rapping himself as Childish Gambino, a talented brother on the rap scene. So, hey, man, keep it going. Keep it going. We always like to see positive news. So all you ATL fans, more TV crews setting up shop down there. Proud of the ATL. Way to go. All right. Out here in the chat room, dollars and cents. Hey, Governor, watching Little League World Series. Don't recall seeing the team from Minnesota. Oh, here he goes already. Hey, Reg, you know what? I can't play your song tonight, but I'm going to give you a break. We're going to wait till Thursday for you. And there's been plenty of teams from Minnesota that have been to the or the uh, Little League World Series. So shut your Michigan-loving ass up, man. Shut it up. Angie, the first lady, right? Super Bowl homeboy. Absolutely. Talking about our Minnesota Vikings. Oh, and by the way, I didn't talk about it so much last week on the show, but the new Vikings stadium, man. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. I cannot wait to get down there to check out a game, went to the open house. But they did everything right except that roof we'll take a look at. So all the Minnesota teams, guess what, y'all? Y'all are locked and loaded. Everybody's got a new or a newer stadium or arena. And the, the Timberwolves are getting Target Center remodeled this year as well. So everybody's taken care of in the Twin Cities. So don't be coming for the tax dollars anymore, Minnesota teams. You're all done. You are all done. We're also going to you know, talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame. That's right. Obviously, you know, the game was canceled. The Gov will give you his thoughts on that. But we'll also talk about the class as well. Obviously, former Minnesota Golden Gopher quarterback. Quarterback. Yep, that's him. Tony Dungy. 
enshrined in the hall with some very, very uh, worthy adversaries there as well. So we'll get into that a little bit later on. And whatever you guys want to do, I'll get that chat room. Get that phone number in the chat room here shortly if you want to call up. Um, Jay Fisher says, Gov, why you got to bring the Eagles up? Amen. They got to put the drugs down, brother. That's why the Gov's bringing it up, Fisher. Your team sucks. But what can you do? (laughs) Anyway, folks, that's why we love Patty Cake, Patty Cake. He lives and dies with them uh, ugly green birds to the end and Ralph Scott lives in Philadelphia and he's a Falcons fan I still got to talk to him about that I know what's up with you Rel. uh what else is going on here I, I had a tweet from one of our Minnesota listeners and the Twitter is growing by the leaps and bounds so everybody thank you very much for retweeting and hashtagging and doing all the stuff gov definitely appreciates that and big things for the Stewart media and entertainment network x squad affiliates and by way of that your sports governor from minnesota baby that's me he is i and i am him jay fisher says we need drugs we suck this is true it's going to be a long season i think for them for the philadelphia eagles jade fish And we back a little cough button action there. And let's see. Yeah, so we're going to touch on Tony Dungy. We're going to talk about my main man, Eddie DeBartolo. So after we get back, we're going to talk a little baseball. There's a couple things, like I said, I wanted to touch on. And I got some very, very interesting stats, by the way, that I want to talk about in relation to Prince Fielder's career. Because, you know, we think of the home runs, you know, we think of, you know, him on the field and whatnot. But there are some stats here for this guy that we are going to touch on that I know you're not really thinking about it. And I think you'll be surprised when I tell you a little bit about Prince Fielder. So what we're going to do is we're going to take some some uh, ID breaks here, let you know of some of the shows going on around here. And oh, hold on. But before we do that, we got everybody's favorite uncle up in this joint. Let's cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ohio State Buckeye loving. He calls me Tinkerbell one more time. He's going to get a nod upside his head. But you know him, you love him. He is the number one chief rocker, ATL, New York, wherever he lays his dome. Give it up for Jersey Vern, y'all. What's going down, Jersey? All right. Yes, sir. Uh, we also had a little boxing this past weekend too. HBO. Andre Ward lays claim. So it looks like we got him and uh, Sergey Kovalev all ready to go. Crusher and Andres should be a great fight. And who knows, maybe the governor have to pick up Ronald Cameron up there in the private jet flying to the Duluth airport. And from there, who knows, maybe we'll bring the women to head on out to the uh, the LV, as I like to call it, Las Vegas. Gov's got a, a few little drop-off spots out there, and we can definitely go kick it. So, all right, man, let's do this. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Every time I go to break, somebody else is joining us live in the chat room. But we always give it up for the Georgia State alumni. That's right. He served your country proud. He protected you as a paratrooper in the United States Army. And has one of the coolest wives you will ever meet. And by the way, not a, not 
Sluggo's a cool dude, man. That's all I got to say. Sluggo's just a cool dude. You know, never too high, never too low, just from the you know little bit of time I spent with him in the ATL, but just a cool dude. And who could not believe that people actually ice fished in the state of Minnesota. We actually had to show Sluggo video of ice fishing from YouTube down at the uh, Doug Stewart party last year because he didn't believe me. But Sluggo, the Hammer, Georgia State alum, the Chief Justice, of the uh, Sports Done Right Nation. What's happening, my friend? All right, so let's do this, y'all. Let's uh, get this break in here. When we come back, we're going to start this show, get into the sports scene, and, you know, hang out with the Gov for the next hour and a half or so, and we're going to have a little fun, man. So, again, this is Sports Done Right. We'll be right back after this break. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? It's beach body season. So if you're looking to get that beach body, there's still time with IASOT. The IASOT is a unique blend of nine all natural herbs. Just eight ounces of tea twice daily can provide you with dramatic results and have you beach ready in no time. Place your order today at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash tea team. That's www.totallifechanges.com forward slash T E A T E A M or call. 678-250-5839. That's 678-250-5839. Start working on your beach body today. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daly Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. Kicking it with you. Extra, give it to you! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live from Minneapolis. Make sure you're listening to Sports Done Right on Wednesdays on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Not only me, but the rest of the X-Squad affiliates bringing you dope shows all week long. Make sure you're checking us out on SME. Kick it. X-Go, give it to you. Attention all delegates. The governor of Sports Talk Radio cordially invites you to stay connected to Sports Done Right. Join the conversation in the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's The Big Smooth, the number one on Twitter. The MVP of online sports talk radio is here. Sports Done Right. Now let's get back to the show. We are back. Sports and more show, Vince Wright, the sports governor coming to you from Minnesota. Hope everybody is all good in the hood. Man, let me tell you, got some baseball retirements. We're going to talk about A-Rod in a minute, obviously the big story there. But 
first, let's talk about a couple guys um, before that. First, we got to hit up Ichiro Suzuki. First, big ups to him. 3,000th hit in a Miami Marlin uniform. And like the Minnesota Twins, Paul Molitor, he he got his 3,000th hit as a triple. So, uh, USA Today Dateline, Ichiro Suzuki, who seven times led the Major League Baseball League in hits, became the 30th member of the 3,000 hit club. Uh, that was this past Sunday against Colorado. Suzuki, um, as we know, started with Seattle. I'll give you the breakdown of the hits. This is kind of interesting. Of the 3,000 hits, he achieved 2,533 in Seattle. He had 311 hits as a New York Yankee. And to date, well, probably he may have more since I'm a couple days beyond. But to get to 3,000, he had 156 with Miami. And again, as we said, he joined Paul Molitor as the only one to get his 3,000th hit as a triple. As you remember, he began back in Seattle. Man, it was back in 2001 after he was signed out of Japan as a 27-year-old left-hander. Uh, left-handed uh, outfielder. You know, what this guy has done has been sh- very just incredible, really. Um, you know, recorded 242 hits, 350 or 350 batting average as a rookie. And, you know, he just carried those skills on throughout, the, throughout his career. Um, in 2004, he had a major league 262 base hits. Again, that's a league record and a 372 batting average. I mean, the guy's just incredible. For his career, he has a 300 or 314 batting average, 357 on base percentage. Um, he is just phenomenal. And obviously, you've heard about his combined hits with Japan. That's over 4,200. You know, he's passed Pete Rose. Obviously, we don't count that here. But again, Big ups to Ichiro Suzuki. Well done. Hall of Fame career. And he's still going. Now, another thing, like I said, and I'm going to get back in the chat room here shortly, gang. And again, Sports Done Right on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. One thing I did want to talk about is Prince Fielder. So first, let's give it up to Prince Fielder. He had the call it quits today after another neck injury. The Gov told you about that neck injury a couple weeks ago. So, yes, definitely giving it up to Prince Fielder. Now, Prince, we know about the home runs. We know about his competitiveness, his good-naturedness. But, you know, he's also the world's largest vegan (laughs) as well. I mean, this guy would talk about being a vegan, and, I mean, he's huge, right? But let me tell you something, because you look at the shape of the guy and you go, geez, I don't know, man. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to give you a rundown of the games played by by Prince. And I see Dollars is out there already trolling, saying he stole money. Let's start with 2005, and we're going to bring it up to this year. Now, as some of you may or may not know, and again, this is Sports Done Right, Vince Wright, your sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. There are 162 games in a baseball year. Now, Prince broke through in 2005, 
and he played 39 games. Okay, great. And, you know, he just got up there, whatever. Now, starting in 06, I want you to listen to these numbers that he played. And don't give me that, oh, it's baseball. These guys just sit around and don't do nothing. Because after their long season, it it does start grinding on you. But anyway, with that being said, in 2006, of 162 games, he played 157. In 2007, he played 158. In 2008, 159. In 2009, he played all 162 games. In 2010, he played 161 games. In 2011, 2012, and 2013, all 162 games. Well done. But then something happened. He got to Texas. Like A-Rod, maybe there's something cursed about that franchise i don't know but he gets to texas in 2014 first neck injury plays 42 games comes back in 2015 has arguably the comeback player of the year type of year he comes back from a neck injury his initial neck injury to play in 158 games by the way that you're nailing 28 home runs and 98 rbi but this year he's only played in about 89 games before he re-injured the neck he's going for a second fusion surgery and unfortunately for prince it's all over and again sports done right wants to give him proper kudos on on a career that that was okay you know pretty good career and check this one out he ends his career with the exact same number of home runs as his father who he, he still hates apparently Cecil Fielder, they both have 319 home runs. Very, very, very odd. All right. Let's start jumping the chat here on Sports Done Right. I thank everybody for tuning in and listening to me. Check it out. You can follow the Gov at the Big Smooth One on Twitter. Instagram page is coming very, very shortly, as well as that website. And also make sure you jump on Facebook, type in Sports Done Right, my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T, and make sure that you follow us, man, because we have fun up there. It's your your sports news update, the ticker. We got everything going, and I would appreciate your support, man. We got big things popping for the X-Squad affiliates. Got to give a big shout-out to Brother Kesey, the tech man. Uh, the Morehouse guys, Jungle Brother calls him. I want to, he's helping me out with some editing there. So big shout out to Kesey. RC in the chat room says Ward dominated Brand this past weekend, but I believe if he's, if he pressed the issue, he could have stopped him. With that said, I believe he'll outbox Kovalev and win a comfortable decision. Very interesting. Chief Rocker, the number one Chief Rocker jersey Vern. Over three-fourths of those hits was with the Yankees. Stop it. Uh, Dollar says, the reason he left Detroit is because the kid that looked like Miguel Cabrera was smashing his old lady. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Dollars also goes on to say, well, then you might as well charge Eli with grand larceny with the theft of Giants money. Obviously, him and Chief already going at it tonight. And let's see. Chief says... Or C-Mac, and the C-Mac Big Foe says, Chief, ain't you glad the Falcons are not playing your division this year? Man, it is going to be a fun football year. The Vikings kick off their home opener, the regular season home opener with the Packers here at U.S. Bank Stadium, the new stadium, and I just, I cannot wait. 
All right, other baseball news before we get to Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Y'all see Mr. Yasiel Puig is down in the minors. But not only down in the minors, man, if you, if you take a look at some of his uh, chatting and his social media lately, it looks like he's having the time of his life down there playing AAA ball. Uh, I really hope he can get back to the major leagues, but it looks like his swing and everything else has just kind of went south on him. But people are kind of giving him some shade. You know, he's out there. They're, they're posting these videos after a loss last night and apparently uh, going to the bars and, and, and kind of tearing it up like they won the World Series. You know, for the rest of the guys, you got to remember, and this is what was said, I think, uh, I can't remember where I heard this. It was probably on the four-letter or Fox or somebody. But somebody said, you know, for those guys that are not Yasiel Puig and don't have the millions of dollars, they need to remember where they're at and take this a little more seriously. But, you know, Puig's just having fun with the guys. And, hey, if he can bring some fun to a minor league team, obviously people are going to show up and come watch him play. Hey, man, as long as he ain't out there being too stupid, Gov ain't too – Gov ain't, ain't – ain't, I ain't going to ride him too much, man. Big Grego says, show started the same time I walked in the house and got blitzed by the kids. Hey, man, you got to be daddy first, Grego. We appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Bama Boy, my main man, Bama Boy. Roll Tide rolls in the joint. What's up, Big Bama? And Little Sawed Off, Reggie Lawrence says, I'm not making stuff up. Fielder's wife was having an affair with another Tigers player. He was traded shortly after it was discovered, and Fielder's wife did him a favor. Man, he is a millionaire. He needed better taste. Mm, all right, all right. I remember, I think I remember hearing those rumors as well. You know how these players are, man. You know, it ain't, it ain't enough. Sometimes these players can get just about any woman that they want. Now they got to start going after their teammates, uh, ladies and whatnot. All right, chat room, everybody out there in Sports Done Right Land, talk to me. Tim Tebow, baseball player. <laughs> Tim Tebow, baseball player. Now, before we shoo it away, and, again, you know, I don't know if, I don't think, look, I think he may get signed to a minor league team for the exact same reason we just kind of talked about, Yesiel Puig the the factor of just putting butts in seats that's that's what's going to happen but here's the thing though tim tebow played high school baseball and actually the angels looked at drafting him right out of high school for baseball he was an all-conference player and he was a first team all-state baseball player in florida i see rail scott out there says tebow should have joined the wwe Nah, he, he, you know, he, he's a god, dude. He's a god, dude. He ain't, he ain't about that WWE life, man. Trust me. Too many syringe needles, uh, all kinds of bad stuff around there. Tebow ain't about that. Plus, he don't gotta be, man. He can just be Tim Tebow and go make speeches and jump on a TV broadcast here and there, and he'll make a nice living. But what do you think? Again, Rel says Tebow sucks. He should just open up a church and sit down. And, and he probably will. He probably will, Big Rel Scott. But, you know, at some point here, 
and, and forgive me, as I, I don't know how old Tebow is. If somebody knows, let me know. I know what late twenties at this point is he around thirty? I don't know, but you know, taking on a hundred mile per hour fastball, a breaking ball, a good knuckleball. I don't know. I don't. I don't really see it progressing too far. But who knows, man? If anybody's defied certain circumstances so far, it's Tim Tebow. But oh man, think of the media circus that's coming. Think of the media circus that's coming, man. Again, sports done right. Vince Wright on the SME Network. And with that being said, let's finish out our baseball talk with Mr. Alex Rodriguez. What do you guys think of Mr. Rodriguez? And oh, by the way, Prince Fielder was a six-time All-Star in his 12 major league years he batted 283 overall uh, 319 for the home runs 1028 rbis that just came across a situation room monitor so i just wanted to throw that out real quick all right mr rodriguez oh he was uh, remember griffey and and no seattle teams and then comes a, another star called alex rodriguez Man, they were they were supposed to be unstoppable. Unstoppable. The guy had all the talent in the world, but had to have a little bit more. So I found a very interesting article on uh, the USA Today by Jimmy Haskup is the writer's name. And I wanted to share it with you because I think it's very interesting. It's called Alex Rodriguez Career by the Numbers. So let's take a look at some of these numbers because, you know, we can sit here and we can still have the same mundane debate as all the other sports shows on the PEDs and steroids and this and that. We know he blew it. We knew he had the talent. We knew he tried to cut corners not once but twice. He got busted and, you know, still got a shot. He's batting, I think, 204 this year. And he's going to retire after Friday night's game. He's going to get one last shot in front of the hometown Yankees fan. So I'm sure they'll send him off with the proper ado. But make no mistakes, man. The Yankees glad to get this situation behind them. They gave him that ceremonial job. And it is what it is. All right. So with that being said, let's take a look at Mr. A-Rod by the numbers. All right, y'all, Sports Gov, Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota. A-Rod has hit for a 295 batting average, a 380 on-base percentage, 550 slugging percentage during his 22-season career. Now, the first number is 18. That's how old he was when he was drafted back in 1993 by the Seattle Mariners. Obviously, when you're 18, you're doing a whole bunch of other stuff, namely getting ready for proms and graduation from high school, hopefully, Less your Jersey Vern out there. But um, other than that, you know, 18-year-olds, you're doing 18-year-old things. You're not so worried about being a number one draft pick for a major league baseball team. 696, and unless something miraculous happens on Friday, that is the number of home runs that Alex will wind up with. He is fourth all-time behind Barry Bonds. Barry has 762. A lot of people still call Hank Aaron the, the leader at 755, Babe Ruth at 714. He hit 40 home runs eight times in his career, and he hit 50 home runs three times in his career. 
Now, 14. What's that number 14 when we're discussing Mr. A-Rod? That was uh, the number of times he was nominated for the All-Star Game and made it nine seasons in a row. Now comes the fun number. And again, sports done right. I'll be in that chat room in a minute, y'all. 392285104 dollars. Rodriguez's career earnings are the most in Major League Baseball history. <laughs> Shocking. He also earned 14 million of his 21 million this season. This figure increases to 420 million and some change after 2017 because he's got 21 million still getting paid to him. He set two records for the most expensive contracts. And let's see, the first one, the infamous 10-year, $252 million deal with Texas. And then his 10-year, $275 million deal with the Yankees in 2007. Wonder if the chief rocker came out of his pocket for some of that one. 162 is the next number, folks. Rodriguez was suspended for the entire 2014 season when he was busted for a performance-enhancing drugs. MLB had initially suspended him for 211 games, but it was reduced by an arbitrator. And that suspension only cost him a mere $25 million. Now, the next number, 3,114. He's the 20th member in MLB history to get over 3,000 hits, of course. So, you know, solid there. He ranks third all-time in RBIs, 2084. Over his 22 seasons, he has played in 2,781 games, 13 consecutive seasons. Uh, Let's see, three, the number three. It's a magic number. And that's Rodriguez won three MVP awards, the first of which came in 03. He finished second in 96 in 2002. Folks, I'm going to get out here in this chat room here, but tell me, what do you think about A-Rod? You know, when you talk about A-Rod and not, you know, what do you think about? Do you think about those Seattle years, kind of those promising years, him out there helping to build that stellar team? Or do you think about him with New York or the disappointment maybe of the Texas years? I, I know a few Texas Rangers fans, real disappointed they couldn't get more done with him down there. But I think the contract... Probably, you know, it puts a lot of pressure. Yeah, the money's great, but it is what it is. All right, folks, looks like we got to welcome the godfather of Spreaker himself. The man that gave me the name to Gov. Got to say, what's up, what's up to the man who, you know, hosts many shows. He is RealCast Ranger number one. Check out RealCastRadio.com. Make sure you follow him on Spreaker, the one and only Mr. Jungle Brother. What's going down, sir? Now, Jungle Brother tried, along with the Jersey, yeah, the Jersey Vern, to get a little loud on the governor this morning, talking about he don't know which party he going to be voting for and this and that. Jersey, shut the hell up, all right? Just be quiet. You got the number. You can call in a little later on. We'll we'll politic if you want. But the Gov's going libertarian, man. I can't vote for Trump for obvious reasons. That fool just crazy. Still can't bring myself to trust Mrs. Clinton. 
And uh, Jungle Brother definitely drinking that Clinton Kool-Aid. So we'll have to set up the big debate with the First Lady and Jungle Brother and let them go at it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, man, hold on and let me cue this music for you real quick, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. Buckeye man number one, Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. What up, Jersey? Hey, man. Don't you ever, ever do that call me out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, calling. I'm already down. All right? And first and foremost, first and foremost, man, I'm going to tell you, everybody got better stats than the whole Minnesota history of baseball. Oh, stop. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Huh? 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 Stop that nonsense, man. Come on, man. Talk to me. Hey, man. Hey. First off, to even compare, you know, I look at A-Rod and to even think he played the same sport as the great Kirby Puckett just sickens me, man. Why is that? Why did Wild Chicken No, here's the thing about A-Rod. For me, Jersey, because in terms of, okay, first I'll talk about the PED in a minute. But for me, it was just kind of like I said, he kind of took the shortcuts and he had all the talent in the world. But, you know, I don't. I, I am not in these positions. How do you know, how do you know he took PEDs? Oh, have because you, he, have he, you, have he told me. He told me, man. He told me. Oh, okay. Sure, I'm glad he told you. I just hope it don't mean that because he ain't bad no he ain't bad no You know what I'm saying? Until they until they him and Barry Bond fail drug test, them jokers are legitimate. Because first of all, PEDs don't make your performance in baseball no better. If anything, it makes you last a little long. And another thing, right, I'm going to put it to you like this. That man had stats way before anybody ever decided to say he was doing it. Of course, and I know. Yeah, I ain't arguing that, man. It's, it's just, you know, for me, like the (laughs) Roger Clemens, you know, Roger had stats before he allegedly did it. Same with Barry Bonds. So, you know. He's going to get into the Hall of Fame because I think there's just a generational change with these baseball writers. You know, the old guys who would never put them in right now are going to be dying off and retiring and whatnot. So, man, he'll he'll get in eventually, Jersey. But, you know, for me, I, I will say this, Jersey. He hit probably the the loudest, hardest, deepest home run I've ever seen in Metrodome history when I was at a Yankee game there a few years back, man, I have never seen the ball hit that far in the Metrodome in my life. Well, you know, he ain't the only Yankee you have to do that. You know, damn, every Yankee that comes to the Yankee hit one out of Minnesota and, and put a hole in the goddamn um, stadium. So, you know, it ain't, it ain't nothing new. I mean, I mean, come on now. I mean, if you look at how many home runs the Yankees hit in Minnesota, you know, you'll be like, damn. We might as well go ahead and get the Yankee Farm Club to be out of Major League too. <laughs> Jersey, you add, you, and unfortunately, that's the one team I just cannot come back. We are the Yankees, bitch, in the playoffs all them years, so I can't say nothing, man. You got the gov hamstrung, brother. Oh, oh, oh. But you, you'll be all right. You'll be good. You know what I'm saying? You'll definitely be good. And hey, But I like, to, I, like to, uh, I like to shout out all those those um, dirty birds out there in the chat room that think that they can chase the chief out of the attic that they beat in your chat room. I don't think I got to say that uh, tomorrow, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., 
is the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Bird recap Wednesday show. Tomorrow's show, if the founders feel like showing up so I can chase them out, then come on and show up. I call you out every week and only got Slugger in there and three, three, four Bama boy. You know, I want, I want the whole Falcon cast up in there tomorrow. Bring it on tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a legendary show because I'm going to show out and put you down. Oh, man. All right. You heard it here on Sports Done Right, people. SME, Jersey Vern, issuing the challenge to all you Atlanta Ho fans out there. Jersey. That's right. Ho with a capital H. Ho with a capital H, baby. (laughs) All right, folks. We got the number one chief rocker, her host of damn near every other show on Spreaker. Uh, We'll get to Jersey shows in a minute and what time he's on and where you can find them. But since I got the big man on the line, I got to ask him, of course, um, before we talk maybe a little bit more about Atlanta. How you how your uh, how your Giants looking so far? No camp has just gotten started, man. But what's coming? What's coming out of New York camp? What are you hearing? Well, you know what, man. Um, I get to see a little rarer than every day. You know, uh, the receivers are top four, and you know people are always talking about Victor Cruz, Victor Cruz. I don't know if they sleeping up under rock. Victor Cruz been in camp since day one. If the crews are running past pattern since day one, they're not going to play him in his first preseason game because he had a little tightness of his hammy. You know what I'm saying? I guess he was pushing a little too hard. But he ain't playing in the first preseason game. The preseason games don't mean nothing. Nick Cruz, I want you out there game one. Uh, the defense I heard is, I mean, J.P. Paul, they say he is looking like a beast already. And, you know, this is just you know, practice between each other. So in the scrimmage game this week, he's not going to play that much, but I want to see him. I want to see that third step. And then, you know, everybody they said we picked up on the trades, man, it's filling in right in, man. Uh, they're making a coach that I really don't want coaching the defense. They're making him that look good early because, uh, you know, they got the talent where they need it. And, you know, he's the type of coach you need talent to be successful because he had all that talent back when he went to the Super Bowl, and that's Bagnolia. You know, so I'm going to follow the guys, man. I'll come to you like this. Uh, people talk about the Cowboys because they picked up, you know, Martin Halfback out of Ohio State, Elliott. But Elliott is not going to come in there and bring Tony Bessett back to life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tony Romo is only two hits away from sitting back in that skirt on the sideline you know, bitching, you know what I'm saying? Hey, and, uh, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you, but while it's on my mind, man, does Washington challenge your Giants this year for the title? You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Cousins lucked up. Because last year, the first game, see, people don't realize it. I remember the seasons. So when you start talking all that issue about what your team did to the Giants, I can run back what happened in them games. The first game we played them in the Meadowland, we blew them out on TV, national TV. The second game we played in Washington, they jumped out to a 14 nothing lead and had us 14 nothing at the halftime because I don't know what the hell was going on with the offense. We moved the ball, and then next thing you know, we had a little bad turnover, something like that. But the second half, they ended up beating us that game 21-14. We tied it up. They ended up getting a field goal. But not 21, 17-14. And um, I look at it like this. We blew a lot of games, and I hate to sing this song, but it's true. We blew a lot of games at the end of the game. And plus, they called back the touchdown ODB call. You know that new rule they got? You got to uh, 
come down with the ball completely. The man took two steps in the end zone with the ball, fell down and dropped it. Yeah, so that's not a touchdown yeah. this day. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it like this, man. No excuses this year. It's Super Bowl or bust. And I don't give a damn who's in our way and who's doing it from the AFC. We're going to bust ass this year, man. We feeling good, man. We looking good. This is the first year I felt this good about the Giants, man. And for all you Falcon fans, make the playoff, and then we'll see who got the real goddamn heart to um, destroy one another. Because, you know, y'all think every time you beat us in the regular season, you won a Super Bowl. You don't win no Super Bowls in the regular season. You do it in the playoffs. Hey, and that's the number one Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. And you definitely taking heat in our live chat room here tonight, Chief Rocker. You got C-Mac talking about the Giants got a new coach. They are going to suck. Sluggo says, cue the violin. What do you got to say to these giant haters out here in the chat room? Okay. First of all, they acting like we just got a new coach that just came in from out the street. This man has revived Eli Manning's career. The last two seasons, Eli had the best stats, the best percentage in his career. He had the number four offense last year. That could do. He he, um, hired an offensive coordinator that is – almost equal to what he likes to do. So, I mean, for all you racers out there in the chat room, you know, struggle with the violin, struggle. You know what? You take that violin up there and take that goddamn 300 section with you and do that shit with the soccer player. Play that violin because that's all you're going to be playing at the end of the game, a violin because y'all going to slowly go down. But you know what? They can say what they want, Vince. But they, they dare to come up in my show. That's all I got to say. See, they know you're going to take their side a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And when well, TBS you, you know, comes, Jersey. I'm not, I'm not the uh-huh. biggest Giants fan, but I'm just really the – the hate is off the chain here tonight. Even the, the normally very mellow – my main man, Kesey, out here is, is taking shots at you as well. And, I, of course, I just lost it here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where was Keith? I was saying about oh, cut, cut, yeah, cut, cheese. Yeah, yeah. Cut, he wants you to have some cheese with this wine of yours. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, Keith, you know, his time is coming. You know, I ain't got to say no more. You know what I'm saying? We got a battle <laughs> wall coming on. And uh, Keith, better get his guns up. He better get his knowledge together because I'm about to bury him. You know? I- I'm taking on all comers. Well, we got Jungle Brother you know? up in here too now. You know Jungle's coming to the rescue here, talking about all these Falcon fans need to fall back. Their team look like ish on a stick. And then, then you got another one coming in the house. You know, Rano, you don't see him. See, all these jokes coming in on somebody else's show, but they were the number one chief doctor on here talking about them stinking ass dirty days. You know what I'm saying? That, that can't even get off the goddamn ground. What did you know a bird can't fly? Man, I just, the the hate, the emojis going on for your Giants jersey. Hey, I, let's all get on Jersey's show tomorrow now. Like he said, he's he's willing to take everybody on, so we got to make this happen, man. Get on Jersey's show. Um, jersey, I, I got a couple other questions I want to ask you about okay. a couple other football teams. But tomorrow, what time are you coming on tomorrow? 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to 6 o'clock. Non-stop, no commercial interruption, so you can come on there and talk. Don't have to worry about no opera music, no disco, no rap, but nothing coming on in between. It's nothing but me spitting venom. Bring the chat, because when you bring it, I'm going to cut you down if you don't like. Woo! Chief Rocker coming for it, baby. Oh, back up now. All right, Chief. Now, before I get you out of here, man, of course... 
I, I got to check in with you. I was going to do a little college football after the next break here, but since I got you on the line here, man, have you checked into uh, Columbus here? How them Buckeyes looking as their camp opened up here? Oh, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Ohio State, man, I'm going to tell you, uh, Ohio State didn't have to recruit that many players this year because last year they had about 10 redshirt freshmen. All 10 redshirt freshmen are in the mix, but either starting or in the rotation to play this year. And the guys that they recruited is on the squad. They're going to play special teams, or, you know, they're going to get an opportunity here and there. Uh, if Urban Meyer go out there and let the offensive coordinator call the game, you know what I'm saying? If Urban Meyer go ahead on and try to put teams away like they should and stop playing around with them, we should be there in a national championship again, game again. And this time, I want to see Alabama there. But I really don't give a damn who is that I want Alabama so we can set up all these Alabama fans because last year they had the, the, the committee on their side to make sure Ohio State did not get back until the championship final four. And we should have been in the final four because that garbage that went to represent last year, only team that wasn't garbage was Clemson. But Clemson had a secondary that folded against Alabama in that championship game because Clemson should have beat them. And I'll tell you one thing. Ohio State would be there, and we'd be strong, man. We, we, and we're still loading up, man. We're going to pick about five or six players in the top 20 to come here next year. So you tell me what you think about them. <clears throat> That's right, Bama, but it was lucky. Right. Oh, yes, they do. And see what I'm saying about the committee? You see how they slide it on how state again? Uh, five. Jersey, hold up. Jersey, hold up one second, yeah. brother. We had a little glitch here with some technology. Sorry about that, y'all. The folks didn't hear the question here. Um, I okay, was asking, right. okay, I was asking Chief Rocker here if Ohio State folks has what it takes to get back to the college football playoffs this year. Go ahead, big man. And I said, yeah, they do, because we're stronger than ever. You know, we, we, we have a young team, right? The, I think we only have about four, right. four or five seniors on there, and, and, and only three of them really starting. That's the two um, players that comes in and out, you know. Um, the, the team is very talented. And there was another question you proposed to me. You said that, uh, no, you told me that we're number five. But Vince, who are the four teams ahead of us? Tell me who the four teams ahead of us, and then I'll tell you how the committee is jerking us again, man. That's all they want to do. They want to jerk the bucket out because I think they don't like Urban Meyer. And they're going to take it out on Ohio State University. Hey, man, I'm looking for big things from Ohio State. Obviously, you got Michigan. You know, you got Harbaugh up there kind of, you know, making noise, doing all this stuff, rapping, doing this thing. How do you feel about Coach Harbaugh? I mean, Coach Harbaugh, all he does is go to teams and, um, you know, get them right, and then he got some problems with either front, man, front office 
we're going to have problems with the president of the university, the alumni, because they're not going to like how he started to do things up there. You know what I'm saying? Hell of a coach, but he's not going to bring that program over the top to beat OSU. OSU is going to dominate that for the next five years as long as Urban Meyer is there and he's recruiting. Man, spoken like a true Buckeye fan, y'all. You heard him. That's the big one. Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, doing the damn thing here with the sports and government don't y'all from Minnesota. That. Put it out there again. Don't you forget that. You know what I'm saying? Not right. two to yourself, but number one. Hey, you folks hear him out there, don't you? He is the number one Chief Rocker. All right, man, Chief. First off, like I said, thanks so much for checking in with us, man. Now, give the folks an idea, because you truly are the hardest working man out here. Give them a list of your shows and what time they can find you on Spreaker.com. Okay, first and foremost, the uh, number one Chief Rock New Jersey Gun recap shows come on Monday from 3 to 6, Wednesday from 3 to 6. That's where I do my show by myself. I don't need nothing else but me on the mic, you know, uh, on Saturday is the East Street Grind Repeat Show with the Man Delirone, right? Man Delirone also has a show called Behind Closed Doors. Come on Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Check the brother out. He's doing big things. But uh, our show come on Saturdays anytime between 12 and 2. But we're going to be changing that when the football season starts, the college football season starts, because, you know, we're we going to be into them college games, so we're going to change that. But right now we're on Saturday for a couple more weeks. And then I'm on the... Uh, Sunday, back to the top show with Jay Fish, the microwave, Patty Cake, Patty Cake. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and the microwave got some big things, you know, cooking up and going, but we got to change our day too because we cannot be on NFL Sunday doing no games. So, right. uh, just look out for our change of dates and whatnot. But until further notice, we'll be on these days, Saturday and Sunday. And hey, listen, man, I'm like this. If I support you, you support me. Well, love, everybody ain't got nothing but love for one another and keep that love going on. Love, you're doing a good job, brother. I can't wait to see hear you and your boy, uh, Battles with No Sense, come on Thursday with the Sports and More. <laughs> right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? So, uh, pretty soon, sure y'all gonna be renaming that show and you may shoot me on this one. Y'all gonna be renaming that show to the Tinkerbell and Half Pint Show. And with that, oh, listen I'm to gone. you. Over here, uh, Jersey. You want to go there. You want to go there. We'll have something for you for your Tinkle Bell ass on Thursday, brother. Don't worry about it. And your Knicks still suck, too. Oh, man. Give it up for him. The one, <laughs> the only. Oh, jeez. The Chief Rocket. And you're right, First Lady. I'll have the gun ready for his ass next time. Uh, again, thanks for checking in, Jersey Vern, number one chief rocker. I am Vince Wright, sports governor, doing it here on the SME Network. Doug Stewart and the rest of the X-Squad affiliates, Real Cast Rangers, my boys out there as well. Uh, Jungle, appreciate the nice words you've been saying about sports done right and the interviews you've been hearing here lately. So I appreciate that, my brother. Can't wait for the First Lady to get back home tomorrow. So let's do this, man. We're going to reset the show, come on back, and we're going to get into some college and pro football for this last hour. Sports done right. Like I said, we got some issues. Certain groups all of a sudden don't want BYU to join the Big 12. We'll get into that. 
We got some Vikings news. We got Gopher news. And we're going to talk a little bit and introduce you to Lamar Jackson, quarterback from the University of Louisville. That's right. He is a a very, very good quarterback. He is on his way, I think, to some very big things. And we're going to talk about him and kind of get him on the radar as we start getting closer to, to college football season. I'm going to let you know about some players you need to keep an eye on. He's the first one. Keep it tuned here. We'll be right back. Sports done right on Spreaker.com and the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Ghetto pastures full of coulda, woulda, shouldas, and caskets. Situations critical, tragic. Still can't figure out how age left magic. But I guess if you make enough money, you'll make magic. It's hard to be all you can be when all that you see is death and disease. Black ministers raping the seeds. In the streets, we ain't escaping the heat, we raising it. Them seeds roaming the same streets, but who raising them? Obama ain't filling them bullets when they grazing them. Sending seeds don't get taken when the coroners are praising them. Nope, it ain't phasing none of them cats. Afghanistan, we warm right here where we at. It's a fact, love it or hate it, the economy's makeshift. Still gotta get paid, but still dodging the haters, land of the free. He's a landfill, smell the hatred, 2000 now, nothing's taboo or safe. Life's a soap opera, prepare for speed knots landing. I ain't never scared, I'm a black man standing. Imagine living on an all-black planet, with tall buildings made of all-black granite. No black on black crime is how I plan it. But every black woman be a black man standing. Failure's not an option, cause that's demanded. By the earth she frail, she need a black man standing. Celebrate just MLK, not Malcolm, Marcus Garvey, Fred Hanson. In a Eldridge Cleaver. How do the government really see us? Integrated, not assimilated, searching for white Jesus. My thesis are work in progress, too much info to process. Nymphos in the projects, birthing babies with limited promise. We in a race for more than land and dollars. We gon' lose if you plan to follow. President's policies is borrowed. Sock puppet politics is so hollow. It's a scam on the morrow. I know we black, y'all, but that's about it. That war overseas, man, that's about chips. Healthcare reform, that's about rich folks and they benefits. Freedom by any means, never been more relevant. Four cash turning credits, and I register my melanin. I be rebelling military-minded with my regiment. Life's a soap opera, prepare for speed knots landing. I ain't never scared, I'm a black man man standing. Imagine living on an all-black planet with tall buildings made of all-black granite. No black-on-black crime is how I plan it. But every but every black woman be a black man standing. Failure's not an option because that's demanded. By the earth she frail. She need a black man standing. She need a black man standing. She need a black man standing. It's beach body season. So if you're looking to get that beach body, there's still time with IASO tea. The IASO tea is a unique blend of nine all natural herbs. Just eight ounces of tea twice daily can provide you with dramatic results and have you beach ready in no time. Place your order today at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash tea team. That's www.totallifechanges.com forward slash T E A T E A M or call 
678-250-5839. That's 678-250-5839. Start working on your beach body today. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy Kesey at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Hey, what's up, Sue Nation? This is your boy, Reggie Lawrence, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents, one half of the Sports and One Show. And I'm the other half, Vince Wright, all the way from Minnesota, the sports governor. And we have our show debuting on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network on Friday at noon Eastern time. The Sports and More Show with Reggie and Vince. Make sure you tune in every Friday. And we are so happy we finally get to talk to you. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? Attention all delegates. The governor of Sports Talk Radio cordially invites you to stay connected to Sports Done Right. Join the conversation in the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's The Big Smooth, the number one on Twitter. The MVP of online Sports Talk Radio is here. Sports done right. Now let's get back to the show. Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. You don't want no part of it, Drake. Just the feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if don't want it, Drake. I'm not taking any chances. You're just what the side for. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back, nod, back, nod. Now who thinks their arms are long enough to slap box, slap box? They said I rap like a robot, so call me rap box. But for me to rap like a computer must be in my jeans. I got a laptop in my back pocket. My pinnacle walk when I hat cock it. Got a fat knock from that rap profit. Made a living and a killing off it. Yeah, man. Drake don't want none of that. Drake don't want none of that. The one and only Marshall Mathers. You know him as Eminem, doing a little rap guy, putting it down. Drake, you don't want none, son. Don't want a bit of it. Anyway, folks, thank you again for coming by. This is Vince Wright, Sports Governor. And again, you are joining Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. And while we were gone, we were joined by some very important people. Got to start off with part three, my main man, and I've been thinking about this brother here for a while. He is part of the Minnesota Mafia from across the river back in my hometown, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Jarvis J, holding it down, brother. What's up, Jarvis? Appreciate you coming through here on Sports Done Right. 
And Jarvis, we're going to be relying on Jarvis once we get into Timberwolves season here. Jarvis really keeps a, keeps his uh, nose to the grindstone on that T-Wolves news. So we got the host of the Underground Railroad show, the one and only that Ninja's up in here. What's going on, Ninja? Real Cast Ranger. Buckeye fan, number one as well, along with Jersey Vern. So what's going to say what's up? And oh, I don't know if we did before, but in our last little segment, Clay Davis, the one and only, joined us as well. So what up, big Clay? Sports done right. All right, y'all. So let's get into this a little bit here. Studio audience going to have a seat. Oh. Thank you for calling Sports Done Right. Caller, are you there? Yeah, damn right I'm here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Ladies you know and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. Oh, Reggie Lawrence, dollars and cents. Host. Oh, I thought. Host or co-host of the Sports and More show. What up, brother? What up, man? I, I, I thought you were going to uh, besmirch my name again. Call me something else. <laughs> not yet not yet i know you got some minnesota jokes cracking so uh what's going on tonight reggie what's happening out there in the great state of michigan uh just chilling man watching a little bit of olympics lady soccer got uh, a little league world series uh going on on the other channel and then i got my indians and the nationals on my laptop man you are busy tonight brother hey detroit only two and a half games back at the start of the evening man what's going down yeah. Hey, you know, like I told Jersey, man, everybody makes runs. Everybody. I'd rather have them go through this, this little patch right now versus right at the end. Had some uh, issues with the pitching. That's all right. They're beating up off. Scherzer had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning, and um, it is now 3-1 to one Cleveland at the top of the ninth inning with Miller coming in. So right. it's a wrap. And then Detroit lost to Seattle last night. So I – I'm good, you know. Okay, well, you know, like I said, I hey, like I said on the show last week, man. In all honesty, we like to give Reggie a lot of grief. He's obviously a Cleveland homer. Nothing wrong with that. That's where he's from. But I think it is going to go down to the wire between them and the Tigers because you know Detroit's kind of like the American League version of the Giants. They yeah. just seem to always be there and know how to get get it done. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, uh, the, the one thing about Detroit is. The payroll, the Illich, he also owns the Detroit Red Wings. I guess the guy's pretty much on his last leg. One thing is they spend money for the Tigers, and I would say probably the last uh, five to ten years, if you look at it, they are, have not been afraid to spend a ton of money. So they've only uh, – I don't even know if they've won a World Series, though, even with that huge payroll, if I, if I think about it. Um, yeah, no, they, they got there, but, yeah, they didn't win, so – well, they had the curse of Leland, and he, he to me, was a horrible manager. He, he managed my – or not mine, but he managed the the uh, Pirates back in the days when they had Barry Bonds and Van Slyke and all of them. So right. I think they wasted a golden opportunity, but they have two more series with Detroit, home and away. So you're right. I think it's definitely going to come down to that. That's for sure. Hey, Reggie, since I got you on the line, uh, again, this is Reggie Lawrence, also known as DJ Dollars and Cents. Out there in Spreaker land, he is the co-host of the show we do on Thursday nights together, the Sports and More show, coming to us from the great state of Michigan, Kalamazoo to be exact. Now, Reg, 
you heard Jersey earlier talking about the Buckeyes. Let me get your mm. real quick take on your beloved Ohio State Buckeyes as camp is opened. Um, do you see them beating Michigan, and do they have what it takes to get back to the playoffs? Yo, definitely. I mean, I'll be honest with you. The Big Ten is pretty top-heavy. Probably got, you know, maybe a good three three teams potentially. Um, you know, this year possibly four. You got Ohio State, you have Michigan, you got Michigan State, maybe Wisconsin. I'm not really sure, and I'm not, I'm not going to mess with you tonight about your Gophers, but um, I definitely <laughs> <laughs> I definitely see um, – Ohio State making it to the playoff again. Uh, you know, you got Barrett is going to start off as the number one guy. The problem is, you know, they're going to be missing their receiving corps. And it looks right. like, a you know, the running back got in some trouble. So they may be a little bit uh, short or shall I say they're going to have to rely on some freshman running backs. But I fully expect yeah. Ohio State to take care of Michigan because it's actually at the horseshoe. And the other reason is, is that quite honestly, Michigan does not have a a quarterback right now. So I, I definitely expect Ohio State to handle Michigan. Uh, Michigan needs to worry about Michigan State, but um, do I see it being a blowout? No, but, yeah, I, I fully expect Ohio State to beat, win the Big Ten and also get in the playoffs again. Hey, uh, thoughts on A-Rod here. You are a baseball guy. You're a baseball coach. You've played baseball your whole life. You yeah. are in touch with my major league players. What are your thoughts on A-Rod? And is it too much to ask if the Yankees maybe just should have played them this year? The, you know, the Yanks have obviously become sellers. And, you know, when did you ever think you'd say that about the New York Yankees? <laughs> but do you think that they should have just played it out this year with them? I know he's only batting about 204, I think's the number. But he is only four home runs short of the big 700. What do you think, Reg? Okay, so let, let, let's backtrack. I'll be honest with you. I, I, that's why they call him A-Fraud. A I think, I mean, A-Rod, probably a once-in-a-generation talent. But the truth of the matter is we don't know how long my man has been taking steroids. I mean, he was a stud coming out of Miami. But even then, there are some reports, you know, that things are a little bit shaky. Uh, you know, he was absolutely ridiculous with the Seattle uh, Mariners. Obviously, he... Uh, outgrew, he felt he outgrew the Mariners. Um, I think he'd been taking steroids the whole time. Is he a great player? Absolutely. But to me, the the funny part that Jersey doesn't want to talk about is the Yankees basically, karma bit them in the ass. They didn't even need to pay A-Rod all that money. They actually let him opt out, and then they decided to re-sign him for that ridiculous contract. So to me, it's it's poetic justice now that um, the Yankees are stuck, have been stuck paying for a marginal player. I mean, twenty something million dollars. Um, they, I, they honestly, I thought it was a great idea the way they did it. They they can't let the guy get seven hundred um, home runs. So I would probably say no. I think you know they they should have cut him or do what they're going to do. You know, he's batting what below two hundred. He's just he's washed up. So, yeah, I think um, it was a good idea. I probably would have told him to go away earlier on, but, you know, last year he had such a good year, and uh, I thought the Yankees, quite honestly, thought that they could get a little bit more out of him. But now as, you know, you're getting close to 700 and you're batting damn near 200, you got to – they had they can't look that bad because they're going to pay him anyway, so they might as well just right. go ahead and let him go. All right, and again, folks, my main man, DJ Dollars and Cents, my co-host on the Thursday Night Show, the Sports and More Show. 
So, with that being said, Reggie, you obviously called up for a reason, my man. I'm going to open up the floor to you, sir. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to play a little bit of Jersey smack talk that he was uh, talking about Eli Manning. And it's funny, Jersey tends to forget all the crap that he says, but, you know, I recorded it. And he had talked about how um, Eli Manning, you know, took all these hits and, and he you know, he took more hits than, than – Big Ben, and he says, "You know what? You put the stats on on um, our our X Squad page, and I'll come out and admit that I was wrong. And when you look at the stats, top to bottom, Big Ben is a far better quarterback than Eli Manning. Eli Manning has a, a, a bazillion more interceptions. Okay, he also has more passing attempts. All right." Big Ben has been sacked way more times. And, again, he has a – and actually Big Ben, by a large margin, has a better completion percentage. And, and it goes on and on and on. And I'll share that with um, okay. with Jersey uh, Thursday. But it's funny how he likes to talk about all these other quarterbacks and whatnot. Hey, but well – Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I don't know what – somebody might have messed around with the brothers Hennessy, but, you know, Jersey's been on one here the past few days, man. He's coming out barrels <laughs> loaded. <laughs> well, you know what? That's what happens when you get up there in AARP age. If you notice, you get to Ooh. a certain point, man, and, and older people <laughs> just say F it. Like, basically, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Jersey just – doing his own Denver, Colorado situation, if you know what I mean. Oh, you just get to man. a point and you just do whatever you want. Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, hey, somebody got to let Jersey know what's going on, and he needs to uh, make sure he calls in, in, in full capitulation because I have the, the footage to, uh, you know, back up what I was uh, sharing and saying with Jersey. He's just talking ish. That's how it is. Oh, and you know, when it comes to talking this, Jersey Vern is one of the best in the world to do it, brother. Yeah, but unfortunately, Jersey might want to invest in an iPad. I think they're up to iPad Air, or they even have an iPad Pro. He might want to investigate in one of those and actually do some research on some of this crap that he says before he just goes out and says shit and doesn't think people are going to, you know, check it out. But oh, you know, well, check it, this it, out. it is what it is. <laughs> the first lady throwing shots saying Jersey hasn't been the same since his drunk fest on Spicy Show. No <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that, that show was off the chain, man. I don't know what they were doing on that show. And it was the worst black karaoke episode I have ever heard. That whole crew was just horrible. Now, Nino's in here saying Eli has more pick sixes than touchdowns fact with a question mark i can't see that um yeah he, he yeah that uh, might he's, yeah no that he no he said more pick six than touchdown there's more career pick sixes than career tds hmm. no i don't think that <laughs> that's not yeah. the case but you when we go over the stats i'll print it out to you be very surprised at how average eli manning is a matter of fact his QBR rating is horrendous. Horrendous. Hey, is it really? Okay, okay. Yep. Now, hey, I don't know if you heard earlier in the show, and again, this is the Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com, also XSquadAffiliates.com. 
proud member of the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Hey, Reg, I don't know if you heard me going over Prince Fielder's game played statistics earlier. Why don't you tell the people what it really takes? Because, you know, a lot of people just think baseball, you're kind of standing around, you ain't really doing a whole lot most of the time. But for a guy, obviously, of his size, stature, whatever, to play, you know, three years in a row every single game, to play 157 games, 158, 159, how does that how cuz how does that wear on your body over a 162 game season cuz i just want people to have the proper perspective on that yeah no i mean Jer- jersey did make a good point um you know back in the days these guys took these you know uppers and, and right, you know the little so green and all that yeah right and, and when you're talking about um you know playing every single game and obviously the problem is, is when you carry that much weight you know, on your, your, your bones and whatnot, that definitely takes a, a toll. And, and, you know, when you're talking about rounding the bases and things like that, if you look at um, Big Poppy, Duke could barely run around the bases. But um, Prince Fielder was always pretty fast for a big guy. So, he, But he carried a lot of weight. And like you said, I don't understand how he was so damn big and he was a vegan. Uh, that, that, to me, is strange. But... Yeah, all that running. And the other thing is, is that Fielder played really hard. You know what I mean? So you're talking about running the bases and, and diving and, and things like that. It, it put a lot of torque and whatnot on his body. And you're talking about every single day, day in and day out. Day out. And plus you got to figure these guys are out partying and kicking it too. Oh, yeah. So it, yeah absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, I'm actually surprised that he lasted that long. And he was way more athletic than his father, Prince Fielder, if you remember. Prince Fielder was bigger, but right. you know, he, he was not as athletic. But it didn't surprise me that he eventually his body failed him. But he damn sure was smart about it, man. He's going to get another, what, 20-something million dollars until Over the, the next year two years. 2020. Yeah. Yeah, 2020, that that's right. That's crazy. But, hey, who's his agent? Sign me up, brother. Sign me up. So real quick, the story goes, this is how it went down with Prince Fielder. Um, this is, again, when Detroit, you know, decided to make this big splash. And obviously oh. Miguel Pereira and hold Fielder. hold up. Are we going National Enquirer style now? No, it's pretty, you know, I, it's, it, it, no, hey, I've been it's pretty, pretty factual. Okay. Yeah, no, it's pretty factual. I mean, so basically, you know, they signed him for that huge deal, okay? And um, at the time, I can't remember the player's name. I think Detroit traded him to the White Sox. He, he was known as Little Miggy, I think. But here's the, the situation. There was a late in the series, Miguel Cabrera all of a sudden got this mysterious injury, and no one knew what happened. So then it ends up coming out that um, Prince Fielders, and if you look at they're they're divorced now, but his wife she's not even a looker anyway. But it, they ended up finding out that this little Miggy basically was sleeping with um, Fielder's wife. They were having an affair. Miguel Cabrera and him got into a, a, a tussle, and Cabrera got hurt. Now they obviously blamed it on something else, but at that particular point in time, you can check all this. It was then that Fielder decided that he was done with Detroit, and he absolutely wanted to be traded, and they also dealt the other kid to, I believe, the Chicago White Sox. So that is why um, all of a sudden uh, Fielder was dealt, you know, overnight uh-huh. basically, and, and he, you know, he demanded to be traded. He has since been divorced, and, and, and that also Miguel got hurt that year, and that really hurt their chances as far as uh, winning a pennant as well. 
Okay. So that's factual. Hey, that's the man. He is DJ Dollars and Cents Dollars. Um, what are we going to get into Thursday for these fine folks on the Sports and More show, man? Nice. Well, I thought we would talk uh, some more about the, you know, the the underbelly of the pharmaceutical industries and this Affordable Care Act and, and things like that. I know that was a very good topic that they had on earlier today, and I thought that you and I can touch base on that. And, and, and obviously being in the pharmaceutical industry for over 12 years, you know, I, I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I thought we would hit on that, man, talk a little bit again. I want to go over the stats on this Eli Manning, Big Ben. Okay. Um, I also wanted to talk to you real quick on uh, on our show about the uh, you know those two beautiful African-American uh, gymnasts that actually won back-to-back gold, gold. But if you saw on Facebook, it was reported that you know some African-American women were basically putting them on blast because of not taking care of their hair. But So I oh, think it should Jesus. be a pretty fun show and – Maybe right. we can talk a little bit more about the Olympics as well, my brother. That sounds good, man. Well, Reggie, thank you for popping in here tonight, my man. I appreciate it. And, folks, before we go, we got to play a song. No reason. Reggie, you the man, brother. All right, bro. And, and <laughs> this was like, it was a field, right? I apologize. So, goodbye, Reggie. Later. Reggie Lawrence. The one and only Reggie Lawrence joining us. Appreciate it. Reggie, Short People, his theme song, and he, otherwise known as Lil Sawed Off, but he is a good dude, the co host of the Sports and More show. And my main man, and can't wait to catch up with them. Hey, Thursday night, people here in the Central Time Zone. Six o'clock is the jump off. Seven o'clock Eastern. Join us for a couple hours on the Sports and More Show. All right, let's get back to it. This is a podcast. It damn Skippy is. So Chief Rocker says, Angie, you better be glad that I can't chat, but I will address you tomorrow. Uh, probably some political talk. The Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, is a huge Hillary backer. My wife, eh, not so much. So that's going to be fun. Jay Fisher says, God damn dollars, how much shit you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know, I let people politic, man. I let people politic. And, you know, speak their mind. And that's one of the best things we can do up here in the Sports and More show. Patty Cake know that. All right. Who else we got up here? Dollar says, uh, Fish, tune in Thursday. You may learn something other than sports. Ooh. So, yeah, man, that's part of the Sports and More show. We talk about more as well. All right. So let's keep it moving along here. Let me get in some of this college football news, man. All kinds of interesting stuff breaking off. And also BYU. Now check this out. The LGBT advocacy group is protesting against BYU's possible bid to join the Big 12. Uh, Let's see here. BYU is one of the front runners, in case you haven't heard out there, to join a new look Big 12 conference. And this group 
however, does not want them to do that. Uh, the, the Mormon school, LDS, Church of Latter-day Saints, um, trying to become a member of the Big 12. But according to FoxSports.com, here is Stuart Mandel, a coalition of national LGBT advocacy groups are urging the Big 12 not to admit BYU as a new member. Per a letter obtained by Mandel and addressed to the commissioner, Mr. Uh, Bob Bowlesby, it looks like his name, the groups are pushing against what they claim is active and open discrimination against the LGBT community by the university. Obviously, BYU is a very religious school and uh, very strict rules, the the, uh, ever-popular honor code, as people know. In a letter addressed to the commissioner, the authors write in part, quote, BYU actively and openly discriminates against its LGBT students and staff. It provides no protections for LGBT students, giving BYU's homophobic, biphobic, and transphobic policies and practices. BYU should not be rewarded with the Big 12 membership. Very interesting. BYU students and faculty are expected to follow the school's honor code, which includes a section addressing homosexual behavior. While same gender attraction is not itself an honor code violation, taking part in a same sex relationship is. So very interesting as these times are changing here, groups like this are getting more more traction. So this is going to be real interesting. Will BYU be forced to halt a possible expansion bid into the Big 12 because of this. Stay tuned. I don't know. All right. Gopher fans out there. Lots of stuff happening for our Minnesota Gophers. As you know, practice just started for us here as well in the great state of Minnesota. Um, A few things that we need to keep an eye on. Obviously, we have new coaching staff, so with that comes... You know, how's this team going to look under Coach Tracy Clays in his first full season running the Minnesota Golden Gophers? You know, it's all him now. No more Jerry Kill. And it is his ship to run. There's going to be some big differences, the coach says. And definitely looking forward to making some changes and putting his stamp on the team. As Coach Tracy Clays talked about that down in Chicago here at the Big Ten Media Day or Media Week, actually, is what it was. We also have some new coordinators, Jay Johnson from Louisiana um, Tech, I believe, or Louisiana Lafayette. One of the Louisiana schools is coming back up here. He's actually from Lakeville, I believe, Lakeville, Minnesota, suburb of Minneapolis. And Jay Sauvel will help come up with new schemes on both sides of the ball. Johnson is the new offensive coordinator from Louisiana Lafayette. There we go. And look for him, as it says here, to have more pistol formations, more read option plays. He likes to play at a quick pace, so the Gophers' offense is going to have to get a little used to that. Maybe not so many plays with our quarterback, Mitch Leidner, under center. We also have Savo, new defensive coordinator. He's been uh, promoted. He was the former Gopher secondary coach. And look for him to – he's trying to put together some new blitz packages, some mismatch plays. Um, He says it's game-to-game type stuff, or that's what uh, Gopher linebacker Jack Lynn says about it, the new uh, plays, new changes coming in on the blitz packages. So big changes coming up for these these Minnesota Gophers. We got a new-look offensive line as well. Um, Also, the big thing on offense, 
KJ May is off to the NFL. Um, he signed as an undrafted free agent with the New York Giants. So how do we replace KJ May here in the land of Gopher? I do not know. I really don't. But they're going to have to. They're going to have to find some people. I don't know if that's Drew Wilatarski. Um, but KJ May was really a, a go-to guy in clutch situations. And that's one thing the Gophers are going to have to look out for. Now, the Gov is going to have his Big Ten football preview coming up here in the next week or two. I'm going to take some time, really get into these teams here over the weekend. Start doing the research. Got lots of big things happening, man. Lots of big things happening here with the Big Ten. And the Gophers, you know, Kirk Herbstreet has predicted the Gophers to win the Big Ten West. I don't know about that, but they have an Iowa schedule. Big Ten, you know, the Michigan-Ohio State teams have been removed. If the Gophers can't put together an 8-9, 10-win season this year, they may have to shut her down. Speaking of Gophers again, we got two former Gophers competing, folks, for on the Minnesota Vikings for the same job. Now, uh, our former stud defensive back, Troy Stoudemire, Came to the Minnesota in 2008, and Marcus Sherrills took him under his wing, you know, was a mentor to him. And the same thing apparently is happening over here at the Vikings camp because Sherrills, who's been running some kickoffs back here for the Vikings, has now been joined by Troy Stoudemire. So they are actually battling for the same position and are battling to be the team's punt returner. And even though both of them love each other and don't think of it as a competition, they know it's a competition. Troy Stoudemire says, I don't see it as a battle. It's just like when I came in as a freshman at the University of Minnesota, Marcus was there to guide me and help me out and get me going. So just being here and just learning under Marcus and just watching how he's doing it with the Vikings is helping me adapt to the system a lot easier. Now, Sherrills, who was a junior when Stoudemire joined the uh, Gophers, is now in his seventh year with the Vikings. Well done, Sherrills, by the way, too. I didn't know. Seven years flies by. Uh, let's see here. So, big things coming up there. I hope, you know, this would be great if they could find a way to both stay on the team. Stoudemire is actually working out as a wide receiver. So, keep your eyes tuned there. Um, Stoudemire is really impressing the coaching staff. He went and played in Canada for the past three years. He played mostly at defensive back up there for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But when the Vikings brought him back here to rookie minicamp back in May earlier this year, they worked him out at wide receiver and actually liked what he was doing there. So we will see if he can continue his run here. And Coach Zimmer likes what he sees. He says, I think it's been doing good for both of these players. Um, referring to um, oh God. Stoudemire, he's got good quickness on the break. He's still learning a lot of things coming from Canada. But I think he's been doing good. So, folks, hats off for our Minnesota Gophers here in Gopherland. Minnesota God's country. Big things happen. Let me go to this chat room here before we move on to... Um, some more college news. Uh, let me see. And again, I thank everybody in the chat room tonight. Jungle brother out here, dollars and cents. That ninja, my beautiful wife, Angie, Denise, milk and cookies, who I may not have introduced properly earlier. So Denise, welcome. (laughs) 
Dollar says, fish ain't that the pot calling the kettle black. When Thorny said you were talking all night. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hear from John Fisher on Thursday, I'm sure, man. Uh, Jay Fisher says, dollars, we too close to football season for me to think about something other than sports. Uh, dollars, uh, Jungle Brother says, preach dollars. Dollars and cents says, don't know who Eagles have to throw and catch to rock shit and tackle anyone. And speaking of the Eagles, by the way. You know, as I jump notes here before I get into what I really wanted to talk about. But, yeah, Lane Johnson, the Eagles linebacker, is facing a 10-game suspension, y'all, for PED violation. That's right. What you going to do when they come for you, man? Uh, 10 games. Obviously, investigation still ongoing, but if nothing changes, he going to be gone. Lane Johnson starting the Eagle linebacker. Julian Edelman injures his foot today in practice. Now, Greg O better hope that he gets back soon. And, oh, where are my manners? Mr. Boos is in the house. That's right, Boos a bus. All the way from the land of Oklahoma. But check out these stats. I I thought this was interesting. I came across these stats earlier with Edelman in and without him in. Now, when he plays um, last year, they're 9-0. Without him, they're 3-4. With him in the game, the Patriots are scoring over 33 points a game. Without him in the game, they're scoring 23 points a game. They're averaging 325 passing yards when uh, Edelman is in there. Without him, Brady's averaging 236 yards. Safe to say, the man's part of the offense, all right? So we hope he gets back. I'm definitely sure Grego hopes he gets back as well. So Busa, welcome in here. He's saying what up to everybody. Grego is back as well. And, okay, so let me transition back to college football here. One of the players that I wanted you guys to kind of get on your radar here as I, again, talk about players I want you to keep an eye on this year is Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from the University of Louisville. Now, I got some sound here from Coach Patino here at, uh, I think it was the ACC Media Week, talking about his quarterback. This is a, a young gentleman who took over last year as a freshman We'll get into kind of who he is, some of his stats, and what you need to look out for from this year. Louisville going to try and make some things happen here. But anyway, here is Coach Petrino talking about his quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Jackson throws one up for grabs in the end zone. Back pylon for quick. Hits a Louisville touchdown. A year ago on the depth chart at this time, it was or, or, or. I think we learned pretty quickly that you had something special in Lamar Jackson. How have you seen him progress, not only during the season last year and now in the offseason? You know, he did a great job in the in the preparation for the bowl game. We had a lot of extra practices in there. We went back and started from day one and, and reintroduced everything. Uh, you could see him progressing on a daily basis. And then he, he took off in, in spring ball and, and even got better. We, we saw from the first or second practice last fall that he had the ability to snap his wrist and have the velocity and, and throw the ball down the field. But he had a lot to learn as far as his technique and getting his feet in the right position. And then being able to go through progressions, understand the progression first and then go through it. And, and I feel real confident that he's doing that now. You know, we got a lot of really good players back on the defensive front. We did lose a, a first-round draft pick, and he'll be hard to replace with one guy. So 
we've got to be able to do it with depth, be able to rotate guys in there, stay fresh, and find a way to rush the passer in the fourth quarter. Offensive front-wise, we got just about everybody back. Uh, it was a group last year that was young and inexperienced, started two true freshmen, uh, and they're bigger and faster and, and know more now about the offense. So you'll see a lot of improvement there. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lamar Jackson, as talked about by his coach. Now, this guy's kind of a legend in the making here down in Louisville. Before he even came to Louisville, before he even came to Louisville, here's the thing. May 2015, and this comes uh, from an article on ESPN about him. Before he'd even gotten to Louisville, he posted a high school highlight reel, reel on Twitter with the caption, Louisville Takeover, I Promise accompanied by the hashtag humble four months later he'd won the Cardinals starting quarterback job over three more experienced competitors by year's end he was one of the hottest names in college football torching Texas A&M in the Music City Bowl a game he now refers to as his Kodak moment this kid is really um, a phenomenal player he you know here He's from Boynton Beach, Florida, went to Boynton Beach High School, transferred from a small school nearby after his freshman year. His grades were too low to play immediately, so he walked into Coach Rick Swain's office, high school, said, I'm going to be your starting quarterback. Within a few short weeks, he had actually gotten his grades together. By the next semester, he'd earned straight A's to revive his eligibility and off and running since then. Um Here's what Swain said about him. I've coached a lot of players that have gone on to play in the NFL, but this kid has some intangible things that people that, excuse me, not many people have. When Louisville coach Bobby Petrino sat at ACC Media Day last month and suggested the Cardinals were a real threat to win the national championship in 2016, it didn't seem like such a lofty goal. He's got Jackson on his side, and from there, anything's possible. So keep an eye on this young guy. They really he he can run the ball. He's he's really learning how to throw the ball a lot better. And, and when he masters that, which he seems to be doing down there in camp so far, this kid may be unstoppable. Again, here's what Coach said: We knew we had a good. We knew how good of an athlete he was. The question was whether he could throw and be a quarterback. It took just two practices for Petrino to be convinced he'd found this quarterback. A week of camp last year, Petrino decided Jackson would play as a freshman, and by halftime of Louisville's opener against Auburn, Jackson had won the starting job. I know I can make any pass, Jackson said, but I didn't know anything about the playbook. So instead, he would improvise. By year's end, he racked up 1,143 rushing yards, the fourth most of any quarterback in the country, in the season finale, as we discussed against Texas A&M, he ran for 22 times and rushed for 226 yards and two touchdowns. That was the easy part, Petrino said. This spring, it was all about kind of getting his, uh, harnessing his arm and putting the brakes on his legs and focusing on that passing game. So coach said he'd run, I'd blow the whistle and he'd get mad at me. He'd say, but coach, I've got, I could have scored on that play, but he needed to throw the ball. So look for him to really become a passer this year and to really see what he can open up for them. Lamar Jackson 2.0, an upgraded edition of an already impressive piece of machinery. 
In the Cardinals' spring game, he completed 24-29 passes for over 500 yards, and he played just one series into the second half. So, folks, again, Lamar Jackson, University of Louisville, quarterback. This is a kid that is really going to be making some big things happen. My feeling was he was going to be a big part of our program, and he needed to go in and learn how to enjoy that. Petrino said of bringing Jackson to the ACC kickoff. He's a guy who likes life. He always has a smile on his face. Everyone gets to see his personality and understand how special a young man he is. Folks, keep an eye out for this kid. Keep an eye out for Louisville. They are going to do big things. Um, Expectations are so high, not just from the outside of the program, but from inside Jackson's own mind. He's heading a team that is picked third in its own division, but Louisville fans believe Jackson can even the playing field with the heavyweights, Florida State and Clemson. So there he is, Lamar Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, fine young man. All right, let's get back into the chat room. Sports done right as we're into the home stretch here on Sports Done Right. Nino the Wino, my main man Nino. I want to welcome you. I want to welcome Miss Queen in here as well. DJ Nunu, everybody. Thank you for joining. Appreciate that. Chief Rocker says, how about the quarterback that went to Auburn? He's a freshman. Yeah, we're going to, you know, I'm going to have that in my preview. We'll get into the SEC as well. Grego says, Nate Washington, old ass, is on the team too. Him and Nino got a chat going. Let me get roll back here. Looks like everybody's saying what's up to the lovely ladies. Um, Grego says, nothing's wrong with Edelman. I hope not. And... We back. That's about it for the chat. Again, this is the Sports Done Right Show. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota, giving you all the drops with the lovely sounds of the Minneapolis scene, music in the background there. Thanks for tuning in. And we are in the home stretch, Sports Done Right. Make sure you're following the Gov on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. Make sure you're following me on Facebook at Sports Done Right, W R I G H T, the last name. Make sure you ask for permission to join. We'll okay you, and you can come on up and politic it with us. Big Bama boy. No Auburn talking here. Hey, Bama boy, war damn ego, sir. War damn ego. Bo Jackson all up in this bitch. There you go. So. I've just always hated Alabama. I can't even really tell you why. I don't know. I just have. I just have. With that being said, let's have a little fun here as we end the show tonight. Again, first off, NFL, Vikings, Bridgewater, looking good. They had the infamous night practice the other night. They really worked on Bridgewater going deep to Adam Thielen, Laquan Treadwell, Man, looking good so far. So look for Bridgewater to really start looking to go downfield this year. The center battle, John Sullivan is back. He's battling with Brandon Fusco. Both of them looking good. Look for Sullivan maybe win that. Moritz Boringer, he was that German kid that got drafted. He may wind up on the practice team. I just don't know if there's enough spots to keep him around. They like where he is considering where he came from. 
But to get an active roster spot is going to be a big battle for him at this stage. It can happen, but it's really going to take a lot of work for this kid to to get an active roster spot here and to keep himself on the Minnesota Vikings team. All right, what else do we got going on with Minnesota? Everything else looking good, man. People feeling good. Injuries, you know, a few guys banged up here and there. But, you know, other than that, man, everything's looking good. Everything's looking good. So we like that. Again, Stephon Diggs looking good. Oh, Oh, here we go. We got the actual depth chart here. So here's the thing. Vikings, obviously, we're pretty set quarterback, running back, yada, yada. Our, our wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, now Cordell Patterson is injured, so Adam Thielen has stepped into his spot. Charles Johnson, Laquan Treadwell on the other side. You also got Isaac Frickty. He is the local kid out of Minnesota who will look to stay on this team. We talked about Troy Stottlemyre, the former gopher. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Michael Pruitt is looking to back up Kyle Rudolph at tight end. So keep an eye on that name there. Other than that, man, everybody else is pretty set as much as last year. The Vikings defense is stacked. The linebacking core is where it's at with this team. And, you know, you got to keep a good eye out there because when you got players like, you know, on the defensive side, Everson Griffin, you got Linval Joseph, Sharif Floyd, you know, Brian Robinson out at left end, man. Vikings looking real, real good. And I can't wait for these guys to start lacing it up and start laying people out because this Viking defense is really going to be making some noise this year. Linebackers, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, Chad Greenway, Terrence Newman, you know, backup Trey Wayans, Edmund Robinson. We got some real go-getters out there on the defensive side, man. You got hitman Harrison Smith out there, free safety, Andrews and Dejo. Xavier Rhodes, Captain Munderland, man, Marcus Sherrill's former gopher. Vikes looking real good and expecting big things from the NFC North Division champs, baby. Keep it tuned. Angie, the first lady, right. Teddy is going to bring it this year. Oh, here's Reg. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Vince, you want to announce our bet on live radio? Steelers better record than the Vikings. Oh, Reggie, 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 Reggie. Yeah, we can announce that. (laughs) Exactly. Ah, yes, Reggie's theme song. But, yeah, man, Vikings will definitely, I think, have a better record than Pittsburgh this year. It's going to be close, but I think the Vikings going to edge them out, my brother. And with that being said, your quick little Vikings update. And, again, the Gov's going to be having complete football updates over the next couple weeks. We're going to do a fantastic review of my world-famous Big Ten preview show here in the next week or two. Same with the NFC North Division preview show as well as the NFL preview. And we're also going to throw in there for my peeps down south. I'll be reviewing some of your teams as well. We're going to take a look at Bama. We're going to take a look at Auburn and Clemson and Georgia Tech and Georgia. So the Gov up here sitting pretty up north, by the way, and it's hot as hell. Feels like a, a nice Georgia night. But 
we're going to have it all, man. We're going to have it all. And we'll, you know what? We may even take a look at George or uh, North Carolina out there for Jungle Brother as well. All right. So to end the show tonight, and again, Vince Wright, sports done right on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. The best and worst college football coaches in close games entering 2016. Now, this is broken down over all the separate conferences. So what I'm going to do here, you know, there's so much information. We're not going to get into it all tonight, but I just wanted to throw some some names of coaches out there. Now, and just kind of, it's a very interesting thing. These are games that have came down to the wire. And, well, have just coaches that have pulled them out in the end. Now, here's a look. Okay, here it is. Here's a look at the top 10 coaches nationally based on the winning percentage in the one-score games. They had to have a minimum of 25 such games coached. So the top coach, Old Dominion's Bobby Wilder, who is 20 and 7. Urban Meyer from the Ohio State University in one score games is 34 and 13. Brian Kelly out at Notre Dame, 78, 38, and 2 in such games. And, and that's their overall careers, by the way. Um, if you take it at the current school, Urban Meyer is 13 and 2. Brian Kelly, 22 and 13 at Notre Dame. Tommy Tuberville is 60 and 31. Eight and five at his current school, Cincinnati. Les Miles is 46 and 25 in one score games, 39 and 18 at LSU. Kyle Whittingham, the coach at Utah, is 34 and 19. Dan Mullen down in Mississippi State is 16 and 9. Gary Patterson, TCU, and doing big things there is 43 and 25. Matt Viator, Louisiana Monroe, is 24 and 14. He's a new coach at Louisiana Monroe. And Mike Gundy out at Oklahoma State is 23 and 14 in one score games. So that's the overall. If you break it down by conference, you know, and again, these are current coaches in the SEC. Jim McElwain is 13 and 4. He's 5 and 1 at Florida in one score games. Gus Malzahn. Over at Auburn is 12 and 7 at Auburn, 15 and 7 overall. Um, Nick Saban, just so I know everybody's wondering about him, he's actually below Dan Mullen and Derek Mason. Uh, he is 17 and 14 at Alabama in one scores. Wow, that's kind of interesting. And he's 42, 28 and 1 overall. Very interesting. Very interesting. We'll start, we'll check out the Big Ten here real quick. And then we'll get into more conferences next week on Sports Done Right. But again, coaches, top coaches in one-score games here. Uh, the best in the Big Ten, Urban Meyer. The worst is Daryl Hazel over at Purdue. Urban is 34. Well, like we said, he's 13-2. and two. Pat Fitzgerald, 34-21, and 21, the coach at Northwestern. Mark D'Antonio over at Michigan State is 27-20 and 20 at Michigan State, 33-22 and 22 overall. Our beloved coach Tracy Clays here in Minnesota just getting started. He is three and two, yada yada yada. Just so you know, Jim Harbaugh overall is eighteen and fifteen in one score games. He's two and two at Michigan. Uh, just to round it out, Mike Riley at Nebraska is thirty-eight and thirty-five overall, three and six at Nebraska. James Franklin at Penn State is an even thirteen and thirteen, six and six over there. Kirk 
Lo, or uh, Captain Kirk, Kirk Ferentz over at Iowa is 46 and 51. Overall, he's 41 and 45 at the University of Iowa. So there you have it, folks. And I am going to spend the last few minutes in this wonderful chat room before we get on out of here, folks. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Let me get in here. And let's see. Nino the Wino says Falcon fans were both pissed and happy. Angie Wright says, sounds like a Super Bowl roster to me going over our Vikings. Grego, I love coaching the Falcons. Hey, coach, Vic isn't coming back. Hey, Falcons fans, I'm here for y'all. Hey, look, a unicorn. Pig suey. Grego's a little different, y'all. Dollars is out there. So far, I've deposited Fisher's cash. About to take Jersey's money and hate to take my partner's money, but it has to be done. Mm, Oh, yes, Angie Wright, first lady out there. Vikes may pick up Mike Vick as well. There has been some rumblings in Vikings land about looking at Mr. Michael Vick. Stay tuned. Uh, Dollar says, Angie, my bell does not approve of that song and the attacks on my stature. Oh, ooh, Angie, she's elderly, Reg. I think uh, Mom Bell might be talking to her daughter-in-law here very quickly. Busa says, don't forget our Sooners. Absolutely, you know, Oklahoma is going to be up in the mix and definitely going to have something to say about it when they're done. But they get to go and battle Ohio State, uh, I think, in week three or four this year. So that's going to be a huge one. Up, oh, Bama boys on it. Week three. Dollar says she's still sharp as a tag. Hey, Angie talking nonsense about my mom. What's going on in here? She knows her son is doing wrong by attracted, by attacking and bullying me. Oh, yeah, Reggie. Reggie, yeah, no, yeah. The biggest bully in here at five foot two, but that's all right. Grego says, nine old, that Joker is gone like Baltimore in the night. Angie says, I might double down on a bet with you, Reg. I'll take your money like candy from a baby. Nine old, uh, it was fast. I think he went to Arkansas within 24 hours of leaving Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Petrino, that's right. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh, jungle brother up there talking nonsense about the Vikings. Sounds like a peanuts roster as jungle would say, fall back with that jungle. Hey, fall back. Of course, jungle drinking the Hillary Kool-Aid as usual, but we won't talk about that at this time. First lady is waiting on her debate. Jungle brother. Kicking it with Kesey, the main man, saying hello to everybody up in here. Appreciate your help with uh, some of those edits there, Kesey, as well. Uh, let's see here. Grego says he did 9-0. The Joker left at 8 p.m. at midnight. Oh, yeah, and had that press conference there. Chan Pig Suey, that's what they were talking about when Petrino left Atlanta in the middle of the night. So, folks, again, Sports Done Right is done and over with here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. I definitely want to thank the Chief Rocker, number one Chief Rocker, for calling in. And my partner, my main man, Reggie Lawrence, he popped in here for a few moments to get some little things off his his uh, little chest. But anyway, folks, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, proud member of X-Squad Affiliates. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're checking us out here, xsquadaffiliates.com. want to thank my partners over there at RealCast for checking out or uh, checking in with us tonight as well, hanging out with us, Doug Stewart. Remember, check them out, 9 to 11 Central Time, Monday through Friday, on the Doug Stewart Show. And with that, folks, I guess the Gov is going to say, 
Well, what can the gov say besides he is going to be out of here? Can't wait for the first lady to get home. And oh, well, we will see you later. Peace. Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 730 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right. This is a Squad podcast.